the Emmys were last night and Netflix dominated the show. We look at what series won and why Netflix is the king of TV right now. I'm Oscar Gonzalez, filling in for Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Joining us is CNET senior reporter Joan Salzman. Welcome, Joan. Thank you. All right. Well, let's break down the show last night. Who were the, who were the big winners? And, and uh, well, who, who won? Let's put it that way. Well, if we're talking network slash service, Netflix, as you noted, was the true winner of last night. It won more Emmys than any other network. It won more Emmys than the next two companies combined. And it was the first time in years that it, that it outright beat HBO in the number of wins. It tied HBO once in 2018. But really, HBO has been the king of Emmy statues perennially, you know, for for years. It was also the most Emmy wins that any net, it tied CBS way back in the pre uh, streaming, pre cable dominance era. CBS won 44 Emmys in one year. And that's the most up until, it's the only network that's won that many up until this point. So, in terms of the companies that won, Netflix was, a, was clearly out ahead. And then Partly that was because of some of Netflix's shows. The Crown won. Um, it tied with The Queen's Gambit for the most Emmys for a single program. They both won 11. Um, and then among others, you know, there were a lot of standouts from um, scrappier upstarts from Apple TV+. Plus, For example, Ted Lasso, their sort of sports workplace fish-out-of-water comedy series, won seven awards total, um, including big awards for comedy series and three acting awards last night. So it was a big night for streaming services and a big night for some um, buzzy originals that maybe people hadn't heard of before. And speaking of shows people may not have heard about, uh, were there any surprises last night? Uh, I mean, The Crown did take a ton of awards. People were expecting that. And again, like you said, Ted, Ted Lasso won a lot. And again, Everybody was expecting that. But were there any sort of surprise of the night, if you will? Yeah. You know, The Queen's Gambit, it was a very, um, it won for limited or anthology series. and But that was a really competitive category. Um, going up against it was Mayor of Easttown, which is an HBO show. And that had been um, winning a bunch of earlier awards, earlier night for acting. And... It was also a little bit surprising, you know, Ted Lasso had a great night um, with the awards that it won, but it, it, it there had been sort of like eager people eyeing the possibility that it could sweep all these comedy categories, like every comedy category that it was nominated in. But um, there's a sort of rival comedy series, if you will, from HBO Max called Hacks that won for uh, comedy series writing. It won for lead uh, comedic actress and also for directing, I believe, uh, in a comedy series. And so I think that was a little bit surprising if it certainly was Jean Smart who won the acting nomination. She was definitely among the, f- the front runner, front runners. Um, so, you know, all of these nominees, I think there was a lot of consensus that there were many, you know, there weren't a lot of categories that were just packed with stinkers. There's a lot, there were some really strong contenders in almost all the categories, just because, I mean, it speaks to the fact that we are in this era when, whether you're a streaming service, a traditional company with a streaming service, or just a traditional media giant, everyone is pouring money into prestige television. 
because that's the way that you get attention like this. Like Ted Lasso has more search interest on Google tonight than it has ever had in its entire existence by far. And that's because it's really a crucial marketing tool as all these services, all these companies are trying to get your attention is you can win Emmys. And that's one way that people know all the billions of dollars you're funneling into your TV is actually producing decent, good, want to watch it TV. Now, even though Netflix did dominate last night's show, which focused again, like you said, on acting and of course the big overall uh, awards for genres. Uh, the week before, though, that was a those were the technical awards, and those are not as big of a show. They're not, they don't have the big red carpet. But in that case, that's where some of these uh, some of these other companies did put in that put in a lot of uh, money into their programming, like Disney Plus. That they did win awards there for some other shows, like The Mandalorian, right? Right. Yeah. Like. The companies themselves, they like to count up their tallies and their lights. You know, normal people, regular TV viewers, they really only pay attention to the primetime telecast um, for the primetime Emmys. They don't really pay quite as much attention, unless you're a super fan of a particular series or you are, you know, kind of personally interested in cinematography or special effects. People don't pay as much attention to the um, to the creative Emmys, Um that happened the week before, but like you, you wouldn't, if you don't pay attention to those other sort of technical and artistic Emmys, you wouldn't realize that Disney plus with the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian had just as many Emmy wins as Ted Lasso did, just didn't win any last night during the primetime awards. Um, so, you know, what, how much does it really matter to normal people? Like the counts of how many total Emmys, if it's not like an Emmy that you're particularly, if it's not a category you're particularly interested in, what does that really matter? But, you know, one thing that does matter is basically Netflix was almost, was virtually guaranteed to come out of Sunday night having those Emmys because it went into Sunday night with so many Emmys from the ceremonies that happened prior to the ones, the one that was broadcast on CBS. It was essentially its title to lose. And so those Emmys are definitely important for the people that win them, <laughs> the people that are nominated, and they're important to the services and companies and networks themselves because then they get to crow about how many they won. Um, but definitely the things that are getting buzzed today among normal people, TV viewers, and people that these services networks want to, you know, lure into their other programming to, it's these ones that we saw last night during the flashy star-studded event. And... What effect did the pandemic have on the Emmy? So not for the show itself. It seems like Netflix was pulling all these great shows out of its bag while Disney and HBO, they were kind of scrambling. I mean, obviously, we didn't see the big, you know, what would have been a uh, probably a big contender for the best drama series with, with the secession. Uh, that's going to be coming out next month, and and that was likely delayed because of the pandemic, along with a bunch of other shows. So, uh, did Netflix seemingly benefit from the pandemic, where they had all these great series ready to go uh, instead of uh, waiting, having to push stuff back? Yeah, well, it, it wasn't s the thing about Netflix being 
prime positioned for the pandemic. You know, think about people think about how Netflix was in such a great position for viewing during lockdown because it's the go-to streaming service. It's the biggest one in the entire world. Um, And that's true. That's absolutely true. But the thing that was really crucial in terms of having a pipeline of, of shows available to dish out, it doesn't necessarily have to do with the fact that it's a streaming service. It has to do with its bingeable model. Like the fact that it sort of pioneered this model that every single episode of a season or a limited series is released all at once, whereas pretty much every other streaming service has generally kept with the weekly installments model, you know, like coming from traditional linear television of getting one episode every single week. What that means is Netflix Netflix is benefiting from two things. Netflix, A, spends just more money than most companies on its television. It just has such a gigantic pipeline of TV that that helped it. But also the fact that it has to release every single episode at once, that weights the creation of its series much earlier in advance. And so it has the final episode of its series ready for that day that the first episode of its series is is out. Whereas other, you know, especially on broadcast, you know, there weren't a lot of broadcast shows, um, you know, NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox, um, especially with broadcast, like the first episodes come out and they're, you're still doing post-production on or maybe even filming the latter ones of your season when your season spans 26 weeks or whatever it may be. So um, the answer is yes. The pandemic did sort of work to Netflix's advantage in this installment of the Emmys season, the Emmys calendar, the production delays that other people had to deal with that Netflix didn't have to deal with quite so much. But, you know, part of that is just calendaring. You know, like Netflix is now at a stage in terms of um, what it's able to put out that it's sort of kind of it's delayed from the other ones. um, But it did have a bit of a rut the last six months. I mean, a relative rut. Netflix makes so much stuff, it's hard to even tell when there's a bit of a rut. But it did, you know, those delays did catch up with it. It's just later than um, other production companies, other production studios, other networks had to deal with. And we're about to head into Academy Awards season. Uh, Netflix has not done as well with the uh, with the movies, uh, but could it have a breakout this year? Because again, like you mentioned, the way they they the way they produce the sh- produce their shows. I mean, movies are the movies are kind of the same way, and that's well, you get the the whole movie out. So. Could Netflix be a surprise darling uh, at the Academy Awards this year? Yeah, I mean, it's certainly true that the Oscars um, have been more resistant um, to streaming contenders just because there is, I mean, we see it all the time about these, you know, this uproar of directors and talent when during the pandemic movies are available to stream the same day as they're available in theaters. There's a lot of talent that's really not happy about it, Um, whether it's Christopher Nolan, just because he's so invested in the cinematic experience for his movies, or if it's Scarlett Johansson with Marvel, who, you know, feels like her compensation, her contract wasn't designed to compensate her fairly for a situation where the movie, the gigantic blockbuster Marvel movie that she's in, is available on Disney Plus 
for a fee the same day that's that it's in theaters. You know, that wasn't baked into how she's supposed to get paid. Um, so certainly, I mean, that just speaks to the fact that there's there's such um, a dedication to the traditional models in film, more so than in television, which is already, a, you know, a home viewing platform. You know, streaming was not nearly as threatening to television as it was to cinema. But um, ne- last year, Netflix had... Netflix has never been able to clinch the crowning achievement, which is Best Picture. But it's had a lot of success over a number of years, um, growing success over a number of years at the Oscars. What I think will be interesting is during this year's Oscars, it levels the playing field, right? Like, nobody can really hold it against a movie if it's a streaming-only movie or it's a day-and-date streaming and theaters movie because every studio had to release movies that way. There was just no choice uh, during, especially, you know, in the previous Oscars, but also in this Oscars. And so what might be interesting is if another streaming service manages to sneak up through the ranks and beat Netflix to Best Picture. You know, like Apple TV Plus had this movie, has this movie called Coda, which sweeped all the big awards at Sundance this year. Um, Well, the Oscars are really hard to predict what's going to win Best Picture, but it might be interesting to see if like some little upstart, Apple TV just, just, it it just launched two years ago. It'd be funny if a little upstart in streaming manages to win that big prize before Netflix does. Well, we'll have to take a look at that when uh, the Oscars uh, comes, uh, comes on TV again. uh, Thank you, Joan, for your time. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from Roger by heading to cnet.co slash daily charge. And if you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Oscar Gonzalez. Thanks for listening.